for more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Big O Tires presents On the Rubber. Let's look at the pitching numbers for both teams. Austin Smith out to pitch the top of the seventh inning. His team leading 4-1. to one. He's pitched six innings, given up two hits, one run. It was earned. He has walked zero and struck out 11. Leading off the top of the seventh is Cole Gamble. He'll be followed by Ryan Sapiti and Cooper Vest. The first pitch to Cole Gamble. A hot shot right to the first baseman, Gurevich. One pitch, one out. Wow. That's how the seventh inning begins. Hit hard, but lined right to the first baseman. As for the BYU pitching staff, Ben Hansen got the start. Five innings, four hits, three runs, all three earned. Two walks, two strikeouts. The first pitch is a strike to Ryan Sapiti. Peyton Cole came in, pitched a third of an inning, gave up a hit, a run, and... Cutter Clausen pitched two-thirds, one hit, no runs. He did walk one and struck out one. A one pitch, misses, and it's now one and one. Those are your pitching numbers brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. So Cougars need three to tie here in the top of the seventh. But obviously you've got three innings to try and mount the comeback. A one-one pitch fouled out of play. And it's one and two. One two pitch, nowhere near home plate, and it rolls all the way to the backstop, and it's two and two. Cooper Vest in the on deck circle for the Kooks. Two two pitch to Sapiti, and Ryan Sapiti, a ground ball to Arakawa at short, over to first, and quickly two away, six three on the putout. Base is empty, two away for Cooper Vest. Cooper. With BYU's lone RBI, it was an RBI ground out in the fifth inning that tied the game at 1-1. But the Toreros scored three in the bottom of the sixth, and that is the Cougars' deficit. It's three. They trail 4-1. Smith with the first pitch to Vest. A swing and a miss for strike one. The 0-1 pitch, strike two to Vest. No balls, two strikes, two outs. The pitch to Vest in the dirt. Good take by Cooper, and it's one ball and two strikes. They'll ask for a new baseball, and Armas throws it out to Smith. If Cooper can reach base, Jacob Wilk would bat for BYU. 1-2 pitch to Vest, and it is a base hit into right field. A two-out single for Cooper Vest will extend the inning to Jacob Wilk. Wilk today is 0 for 2, six home runs on the season. Let's see if the Cougars can get a two-out rally going here in the seventh inning, down three runs. That is BYU's third hit of the game. First pitch to Wilk, high and outside, ball one. The freshman, Easton Jones, will bat next for the Cougars. Whether this inning or the next. 1-0 pitch. 
right down the middle for strike one. The count one and one to BYU first baseman Jacob Wilk out of Salado, Texas. Wilk, one of the seniors on this BYU team. 1-1 pitch to Wilk, and that is another base hit. This one into center field. So back-to-back -back singles for the BYU Cougars with two outs. And just like that, the tying run will come to the plate in Easton Jones. Timeout is called. The pitching coach for the Toreros makes his way out of the dugout. Taking the slow walk out. There is throwing in the bullpen for USD. And that is the official motion. This, this will end the day for Austin Smith. And so far, he has been brilliant. 11 strikeouts for Smith, but he is responsible for the two runners on first and second base. He's given up back-to-back two-out singles with BYU trailing by three runs, when we come back after this pitching change, the tying run will come to the plate in the form of Easton Jones. Back to Fowler Park after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the seventh inning, BYU trails by three. It's 4-1 Toreros, but with two outs, Back-to-back -back singles from Cooper Vest and Jacob Wilk. Vest is at second. Wilk is at first. And the tying run will come to the plate. Easton Jones will make his way to the batter's box after the new pitcher, Connor Thurman, finishes up his warm-up tosses. This is appearance number eight for Thurman. He is 1-0 on the season and an ERA in the ones. 1.35 for Connor Thurman. Six feet, 205. They list him as a redshirt junior out of Mesa, Arizona, but I do know that he was honored earlier today on senior day. He's one of the seven seniors. Needless to say, he comes into the ball game trying to get out of a jam for his team. BYU trying to mount a rally here in the top of the seventh and a golden opportunity to cut into that three-run deficit. Thurman looks back at second and delivers to Jones. Mm, gets the outside part of the plate. That looked to be off the plate to me, but Dale Gardner says strike one. Runners at first and second and two outs. The 0-1 pitch way off the plate. One and one the count. One ball, one strike. Thurman delivers to Jones. Pitch inside and a good block from Armis. Keeping that ball in front of him. Both runners staying put. Two two-out singles in the inning. And the 2-1 pitch to Easton Jones, and he looks at strike two. Two balls, two strikes. 
huge pitch upcoming in this game. Two balls, two strikes. Thurman versus Jones, and the pitch. And it is a strikeout of Easton Jones, and the Cougars will strand two in the top of the seventh inning. It's time for the seventh inning stretch, brought to you by Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. San Diego leading the Cougars 4-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the seventh inning, San Diego leading BYU 4-1. The Cougars had the tying run at the plate in the top of the seventh. Strikeout of Easton Jones, stranding the two at first and second. So we'll head to the bottom of the seventh inning. And Dustin Allen, the number eight hitter, will lead off for the Toreros, facing Cutter Clausen, who came in in the bottom of the sixth. And the first pitch to Allen is a strike. So strike one. Allen will be followed by Blazier and then the top of the order in James Arakawa. The 0-1 pitch. Ground ball to first. Wilk, underhand throw to Clausen, covering first. Nicely done. Good defense. 3-1. Is how we'll score that. And that'll bring in Ian Blazier. 0 for 1. Grounded out to second in the third inning. Walked in the sixth. BYU, one run, four hits, one error. San Diego, four runs, six hits, no errors. And the first pitch to Blazier right down the middle for strike one. The 0-1 pitch. And that's a miss on the outside part of the plate. One and one the count. Right now in Santa Clara, the Broncos lead the Dons 1-0 late in that ball game. 1-1 pitch, and it's 1-2. and two. Good pitch from Cutter Clausen. With Santa Clara winning last night and BYU losing last night, Santa Clara... Could gain two games on the Cougars. And the 1-2 pitch in for strike three. Strikeout looking of Ian Blazier. Nicely done. Cutter Clausen and quickly two up, two down here in the seventh. Back to the top of the order. James Arakawa having quite the senior day here at Fowler Park. He's two for three with a double and a single. And... Ooh, almost his third hit of the ball game. He lined it down the right field line foul. Arakawa wears number three for the Toreros. Being 307 currently. Two home runs, 15 runs batted in. 0 1 pitch to Arakawa. Ground ball to Deming at third. Across the diamond, and the Toreros go in order in the seventh. Chad Call, Parker Goff, and Ozzie Pratt, the 8-9-1 and one hitters, do up for BYU when we reach the top of the eighth. It's 4-1 Toreros on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU will have a pinch hitter to lead off the top of the eighth. Dawson Hall. Will bat in the eighth spot, taking over for Chad Call. 
First time we've seen Dawson in this series. And Thurman's first pitch to Hall. Off the plate, away, ball one. One ball, no strikes. The 1-0 pitch to Hall, swing and a miss, evens the count at 1-1. One and one. Dawson's older brother, Jaron Hall, last weekend drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, participating in the rookie minicamp this weekend with the Vikings in Minneapolis. Good luck to Jaron and all the draft picks and free agents related to BYU. 1-1 one, one pitch, misses low and inside, 2-1. and one. Great fit, by the way. That is a good situation for Jaron Hall to go to in Minnesota. Two balls and one strike. The pitch to Hall. Ground ball to first. Jurovich will take it himself. And Hall is retired for out number one. The number nine hitter, Parker Goff, will bat. He'll be followed by Ozzie Pratt here in the eighth inning. BYU trailing 4-1 in the rubber match against the Toreros. The two teams split the first two games. BYU winning Thursday. It was the Toreros last night. And Goff looks at strike one from Connor Thurman. Base is empty, one away. Thurman with the 0-1 pitch. Strike two to Goff. Peraza, Darcy, and Smith, the two, three, and four hitters, will bat when we reach the bottom of the eighth. Thurman sets, kicks, and delivers the 0-2 to Goff. Slider blocked by Armis. One ball, two strikes. The pitch on its way to Goff, and Parker Goff with the Cougars' fifth hit of the ball game lines it into left field, takes a sharp turnaround first, but will stay with a one-out single. And BYU back to the top of the order. And here comes Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie is one for three with a single. That single came in the sixth inning. There's still time. BYU only trailing by three. This offense can get hot, and it can get hot in the blink of an eye. The pitch to Pratt. Ozzie fouls it off to the left. Strike one. That ball bounces near the elevator on the concourse. The elevator on the outside is wrapped in a Chris Bryant photo. Obviously, Chris Bryant playing his college ball here. Now with the Rockies. The 0-1 pitch. Fouled. Back to the screen. And Pratt falls behind. No balls and two strikes. To me, he will always be a Cub. And as a Cardinals fan, I just I can't, can't get past that. Although my Cardinals have lost eight in a row, so what do I know? The 0-2 pitch. Ground ball up the middle and through. Ozzie Pratt comes through, and going first to third is Parker Goff. Runners on the corners with only one out. 
And guess who's coming to the plate representing the tying run? Austin Deming, ladies and gentlemen. Back-to-back singles by Parker Goff and Ozzie Pratt. And as you would certainly expect, the entire infield is talking on the mound with the pitcher Connor Thurman on how they want to handle this at bat with the dangerous Austin Deming. And by the way, good luck trying to pitch around Austin because if you pitch around him, Cole Gamble's there. And if you're going to pitch around Cole, that would be with the bases loaded and you're giving an opportunity for Ryan Cipede. This is the beauty of this lineup. Now the Cougars have to take advantage of it. One out. Runners at first and third. Deming, the tying run at the plate. Cougars down 4-1. Thurman with the pitch. Ooh, swing and a miss. That was a three-run home run swing right there. Deming already has a three-run home run in this series. No balls, one strike. The pitch, way outside and blocked by Armas. Oh, man. If he doesn't block it, Goff likely scores from third. Good job by the catcher, Ariel Armas. Pratt at first, Goff at third. One ball, one strike. Thurman with the pitch to Deming. Off the plate, two and one to the Cougar third baseman. Cole Gamble on deck for BYU. BYU in the top of the seventh. Had runners at first and second. Two outs could not score. Another opportunity here in the eighth. The 2-1 pitch to Deming. Ooh. And Thurman gets the call on the outside part of the zone. Two balls and two strikes. I don't like that call. Two balls, two strikes. Thurman delivers to Deming. Another pitch low and away, and it's a full count to Austin Deming. Four-one, the Toreros lead here in the top of the eighth. But BYU looking to rally here. Runners on the corners, one out. And the payoff pitch to Deming, and it's ball four. The bases are loaded. And the go-ahead run now comes to the plate. That will be Cole Gamble. Will they face Thurman? So far, it looks like Thurman's going to stay in the ball game. Cole Gamble, 0 for 3 with a strikeout. Just to remind you, he has 12 home runs on the season, and he leads the team in runs scored with 49. But I may have spoke too soon on Thurman, pitching coach, out of the dugout. He has not made the motion for a new pitcher as of yet. So right now, this is just a chat. But the bases full of Cougars. Goff is at third. Pratt at second. Deming at first. And representing the go-ahead run at the plate is Cole Gamble. BYU down three runs. They've now even the hits category at six with the Toreros. BYU one run, six hits, one error. 
The Toreros, four runs, six hits, no errors. And there's still just one out. And the conversation has been broken up by the home plate umpire, Dale Gardner. And they're going to leave Connor Thurman in the game. That may change depending on how this at-bat goes with Cole Gamble. If you're a Cougar fan, we all know how we want this at-bat to go. The first pitch to Cole Gamble. High and outside, ball one. Ryan Sapiti due up next. One ball, no strikes. The pitch to Cole Gamble. Strike one, evens the count at one and one. The 1-1 pitch to Gamble. Strike two. And Cole asking for where the umpire saw that pitch. I think he disagreed. But now he's got to go in battle mode. He's behind one ball and two strikes. Thurman with the 1-2 to Gamble. And it is a strikeout of Cole Gamble for out number two. Bases are still loaded, but now two outs. And here comes Ryan Sapiti. He is one for three, and the one was a triple. This is the matchup. Thurman versus Sapiti. BYU trailing by three runs. The first pitch to Sapiti, strike one. Bases loaded. Sapiti at the plate represents the go-ahead run. The 0-1 pitch to Ryan Sapiti, and it's a slow roller to short. Over to first in time, and the Cougars have the bases loaded with one out, and they cannot score. We will head to the bottom of the eighth. It's still 4-1 San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the eighth inning, BYU in back-to-back innings had runners in scoring position. Could not score in the eighth with only one out. The bases were loaded. BYU cannot push a run across, and it's still 4-1 San Diego. Cutter Clausen back out to pitch the bottom of the eighth. He will face Peraza, Darcy, and Smith, the two, three, and four hitters. Also a defensive substitution. Batting eighth in the order, and now defensively at second base is Alex Sardina. So Sardi in at second base defensively. First time Sardi's been in the ball game. First pitch to Peraza from Clausen. Misses. Ball one. The 1-0 pitch. And that misses. I'm going to assume high. 2-0. Both teams with six hits. 
But it's a 4-1 Torero lead, and the 2-0 pitch off the plate, and it's 3-0. Nobody throwing in the BYU pin, at least that I can see. There is a part of the corner that I can't see. 3-1, or excuse me, 3-0 pitch in four strike one, so it's now 3-1. There is somebody throwing, but I cannot see who that is. They're in that, that far corner that's out of my uh, eyesight. 3-1 pitch. Fouled out of play. and Nice job from Cutter Klausner for falling behind 3-0. It's now a full count. Peraza with three runs batted in in this game. A sack fly RBI in the fourth and then a two-run triple in the sixth. That sixth inning is when the Toreros jumped ahead 4-1, and that's our score here now in the bottom of the eighth. The payoff pitch, and it's ball four. And it is a leadoff walk to Angelo Peraza here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Gabe Darcy, the left fielder, will bat here in the bottom of the eighth. Runner at first, nobody out. Austin Smith in the on-deck circle for the Toreros. Clawson looks over at first, now delivers to Darcy. Strike one to the Torero left fielder. Apparently the big news now on Twitter is that uh, LeBron James' son, Bronny, is committed to USC. The 0-1 pitch. Inside, 1-1. One and one. Apparently wants to play in the same conference as Ohio State, just not go to Ohio State. It's the team his dad said that if he had gone to college, he would have gone to. USC will be in the Big Ten shortly. And timeout was called by Parker Goff. And now there's a conversation going on between Coach Ungrich and the home plate umpire, Dale Gardner. And actually, the timeout was not given to BYU and Parker Goff. The timeout was actually given to Darcy. And I think Ungrich was saying we, we didn't want the timeout, and they ultimately ended up taking it. So that was the situation there. One ball, one strike. The pitch to Darcy. Pulls it foul into the Torero bullpen. And that ball gets away and rolls all the way to the wall the left field corner. There's no backstop looking towards the outfield of the bullpen. It's just open. So if anything gets past him, it's going to roll all the way into that corner. One ball, two strikes. Runner at first, nobody out. The one-two pitch bounces in front of home plate. Runner on the move. The throw not going to be in time. It's going to be a stolen base for Angelo Peraza. That is his eighth stolen base of the season. 
And now he's in scoring position with nobody out in a 2-2 count upcoming for Gabe Darcy. Darcy awaits the 2-2 pitch. Clausen delivers, and that's inside, and it's a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Full count here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU has had opportunities to get back in this, just could not get the hit when they needed it, and that's ball four. So that is back-to-back -back walks to lead off the bottom of the eighth inning. And Darcy trots down to first. Peraza was already at second after stealing. Coach Alvarez pops out of the dugout. And that's probably going to be it for Cutter Clausen. I did not see... I thought I had seen the motion. He has not made the motion yet for a new pitcher. So, right now, Cutter may stay in the ballgame, and it looks like he's going to. I thought I saw Coach Alvarez make the motion. But nope, Cutter's going to stay out there. And the BYU infield, which was part of that conversation, makes their way back to their individual positions. Runners at first and second, both there via walks. And it's 4-1 Toreros. They're looking to add to their three-run lead here in the bottom of the eighth. And here comes Austin Smith. He's one for three, but his damage has been mostly on the mound. He has been brilliant on the mound today. And timeout has been called. The entire of uh, the two runners that were on first and second, all the coaches, they are having a meeting right in front of the Torero dugout with Coach Ungrich. They want to make sure they're on the same page in terms of what they want to do at the plate and on the base pass. And the home plate umpire, Dale Gardner, is like, all right, let's break it up. So Darcy will run back to first. Peraza back to second. And the batter will be Austin Smith. Smith walked in the second, struck out in the fourth, and then a single in the sixth inning. And Smith is facing Cutter Clausen. First pitch to Cutter. And a bunt laid down third base side Deming with the glove over to first so Smith a sacrifice bunt moves both runners into scoring position Peraza now at third Darcy at second with one out and that must have been what they were talking about either some of the signals were crossed and they wanted to have that meeting to make sure everybody knew what the plan was either way it was a good bunt. And now a base hit could score two. Coach Alvarez back out of the dugout, walking out to the mound.
And he walks up to Cutter and takes the baseball and makes the motion to the bullpen. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Cougars will have a new pitcher when we return. We're in the bottom of the eighth. Two on, one away with the Toreros leading 4-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Boston Mabius in to pitch the bottom of the eighth inning, the fourth pitcher of the afternoon for the BYU Cougars. It's 4-1 San Diego. Here in the bottom of the eighth, there is one out, and the Toreros have runners at second and third. So Mabius will come in for his second appearance in this series, his 20th appearance overall. He's 1-0 on the season, an ERA of 4.50. He's pitched 20 innings so far, 15 hits, 11 runs, 10 of them earned. He's walked nine and struck out 35. And his job will be to strand the two runners at second and third and see if the Cougar bats can tie this up or maybe take a lead when we reach the top of the ninth. Right now, BYU's deficit is three runs. The batter will be Will Worthington. Worthington is 0 for 3 with a strikeout and is grounded into a double play. So Worthington, the senior on senior day, looking to add to his team's three-run lead. In fact, they're just going to go ahead and walk him. They just signal a four-pitch walk. So Worthington is going to be walked, and the strategy there is you're playing for the double play here. So here comes Jake Gurevich. Gurevich is 0 for 2 with a walk. Grounded out in the second, flied out to left in the fifth. He was walked in the sixth. Base is loaded, one out. The first pitch to Gurevich. Swing and a miss for strike one. BYU is in this situation. In the top of the eighth, they had the bases loaded, one out, could not score. No balls, one strike. The pitch to Gurevich. Misses, evens the count at one and one. Maybe it sets and delivers the one-one. Strike two right down the middle. Good pitch off speed from Mabius. Bases full of Toreros. But the matchup is Mabius versus Gurevich. The one-two. And it's a strikeout of Jake Gurevich. Oh, what a great pitch from Boston Mabius. And now there are two away. The catcher, Ariel Armas, will bat. He's one for three. A single in the third. Since then, he's grounded out and flied out to right. See if the Cougars can return the favor and strand the bases loaded on the Toreros. First pitch. Misses inside. Ball one to Armas. Vest, Wilk, and Jones, the five, six, and seven hitters, will bat for the BYU Cougars in the top of the ninth inning. In this very important game in the conference, 
That ball bounces in front of home plate, and it bounces and ricochets back to Mabius. The runner from third is Peraza, and he will score. Everybody moves up a base, and it's now 5-1. Toreros. That breaking ball bounced in front of home plate, and it bounced and ricocheted back to Mabius, but he couldn't glove it. And the runner from third scores, and it's 5-1. The deficit now four runs. Big, big run for the Toreros on the wild pitch. And timeout. Nope, they're going to go ahead and just walk Ariel Armas. So they'll send Armas down. They're not even going to worry about pitching to him anymore. Bases are loaded. Now still two outs. But that'll bring in Dustin Allen, who's 0 for 3. We're going to have a suicide squeeze, and that's going to end the inning. They'll throw to first. I don't know if somebody missed a sign or not, but you had Gabe Darcy just running to home, and Boston Mabius looked at him like, really? And just threw to home? The tag was made, and that's out number three. So a strange way for the eighth inning to end, but the Toreros do get a big fifth run. They lead 5-1, heading to the ninth. Last chance for the Cougars when we come back to Fowler Park on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Last chance for the Cougars, top of the ninth. They trail 5-1. Thurman pitches to Cooper Vest, who leads off the top of the ninth. That pitch high and away. Ball one. Vest, Wilk, and Jones do up here in the top of the ninth. The 1-0 pitch, now 2-0 to Cooper Vest. BYU needs four runs to tie, five to take a lead. 2-0 pitch, right down the middle, strike one, two and one to the Cougar left fielder. Two balls and one strike. The pitch to Vest. Fouled out of play, and it's now two and two. Cooper with an RBI ground out in a single in this game. He is responsible for the Cougars' lone run in the ballgame today. 2-2 pitch to Vest. Fouls it out of play. It'll one hop on the concourse and then up and over the fence and out onto the street. Wilk due up next for BYU. Thurman delivers the 2-2 pitch and it is a strikeout of Cooper Vest and one away here in the top of the ninth. Cougars down to their final two outs. The Toreros two outs away from winning the series. We'll hear from the head coach of the Cougars, win or lose, Trent Pratt, after the game. 
Slider from Thurman. Ball one to Wilk. And Easton Jones will not bat. He has been lifted for Cutter Clausen as a pinch hitter. And the count now one and one to Jacob Wilk. So Cutter Clausen will pinch hit. Also came in to pitch. The 1-1 to Wilk. Off the plate, 2-1. and one. Two balls, one strike, bases empty, one out. Top of the ninth, 2-1 pitch, and now it's 2-2 two and two to Wilk. The Toreros lead 5-1 here in this decisive game three. The 2-2 pitch to Wilk, and he just, nope, they'll say a strikeout. I thought he got a piece of that, but they'll say a strikeout. So BYU down to its final out. Cutter Clausen at the plate. Bases are empty. If Cutter Clausen can reach base, Sardina would bat next for BYU. He came in as a defensive substitution in the last inning at second. First pitch to Clausen. Strike one to Cutter. 5-1 Toreros. No balls, one strike. Thurman with the pitch. And it's strike two, and BYU down to its final strike. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Cougars trailing by four here in the top of the ninth. No balls, two strikes. The pitch to Clausen. Bounces in front of home plate. Bounces off of the chest protector of Armas and into the dugout of the Toreros, one and two. On a plane later tonight, heading back home at Utah Tuesday afternoon, or excuse me, Tuesday evening. The one-two pitch to Clausen. Another breaking ball bounces in front of home plate, and Armas is like, what are you trying to do to me? Tuesday night in Salt Lake City against Utah, and then next Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Stockton, against the Pacific Tigers. BYU cannot come back. The Cougars will drop to 9-12. and 12. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. And it's a strikeout looking of Clawson, and that's how this one ends. Your final from Fowler Park, San Diego 5, BYU 1. The Toreros take two of three from the Cougars. BYU drops to 19 and 26 overall. They are 9 and 12 in the West Coast Conference. The Toreros improve to 22, 22 and 1 overall and 15 and 9 in the WCC. We will take a break. We'll come back with some final stats. We'll also hear from the head coach of the BYU Cougars as BYU falls 5-1 in San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.